Well, friends, LeaderCast 2016 is coming up Friday, May 6th. It's an incredible experience focusing upon what it means to be a visionary leader. The theme this year is Architects of Tomorrow. Now, the lineup of blockbuster speakers include author Andy Stanley, internationally known psychologist Dr. Henry Cloud, coach Nick Saban, of the highly successful University of Alabama football program, Steve Wozniak, co-founder of Apple Inc. and many others. But in addition to these luminaries, we have the privilege of having one of Modesto's leadership treasures join us for a live interview during the LeaderCast experience. I'm talking about Lynn Dickerson, CEO of the Gallo Center for the Arts. Lynn also served as Vice President of Operations for the McClatchy News Corporation, overseeing 11 newspapers throughout the U.S. And, of course, she was the publisher of the Modesto Bee for over six years. Well, Lynn, thanks for taking time out of your very busy schedule uh, to meet with us today and to join us on May 6th for really what promises to be a a dynamite live interview during the LeaderCast experience. Let's get a quick preview of our interview that's coming up. You serve and, and have served in highly influential leadership positions where you look for special qualities to develop in leaders to serve with you. What are some of the most important qualities you look for in a leader? Well, you're right in that um, I'm always on the lookout for good leaders, both in my work life and in my community life, because there's a lot of kind of um, I guess you would say leaders in our community doing great things that aren't in positions necessarily of authority, but they just are leaders that are making things happen. So I look for people of high integrity. I look for people who um, are likable because I believe at the end of the day that's one of the most important characteristics a leader can have. We will almost do anything for someone that we like and we respect and we believe is doing the right things and has, you know, the greater good in mind. So if you find somebody that is super smart or very, you know, competent but they're a jerk, they're usually not a very good leader. So I look I look for people who are nice, kind, um, high integrity, honest, hardworking, good follow through, do what they say they will do. You know, that's one of the really important traits if you People have to be able to count on you. They have to be able to know you're going to follow through on the things that you're responsible for or that you have committed to do. So I look for that. Um, and that's a place that people often fall down because people often will have great grandiose ideas or have great intentions. But then when it comes to putting the rubber to the road, so to speak, they, um, you know, for whatever reason, they, they don't always have great follow through. And I think that that's critical for for good leaders to have. Um, and I also look for people who make other people feel important. You know, they know how to to hire, to recruit, to build a team, to make the people on their team um, feel appreciated and, you know, acknowledged and get the most and best out of out of people and create an environment where people want to be and enjoy working or enjoy, you know, giving of their time or whatever the situation may be. 
Len, I noticed something significant about the list of, what, four or five leadership qualities you look for. Qualities, and I'll paraphrase this, uh, qualities like high integrity, being likable, having a, a good work ethic, being dependable, encouraging others. These are not so much leadership qualities that are taught, but uh, these are qualities that are embedded deep within our personalities. Absolutely. You know, there's been a lot written in the last 20 or 30 years about EQ versus IQ, and I've been kind of a student of that that study for for a long time because I really do believe that EQ is more important than IQ. Um, a lot of people, I believe, are just born with the, with the ability to, to be leaders. You know, there's a lot of discussion and things written about that as well. Are leaders born? Are they made? And I think it's a little bit of both. But I do believe that you can look at a kindergarten class or, um, you know, a, a soccer team of six- and seven-year-olds, and the leaders kind of bubble up to the top. I mean, there are just people who just sort of have a natural ability to lead from a very young age. And that can often be nurtured and fostered and encouraged and developed, and sometimes it can be squashed. But I believe that there are lots and lots of people leading companies and organizations and enterprises that have really been leading most of their life. I'm one of those people. You know, I've just been kind of take charge my whole life. And, you know, I remember when when my son was little, his nursery school teacher said, "This kid's either going to be Abe Lincoln or Al Capone." <laughs> you know, so <laughs> um, you know, I just think a lot of us are bo- are born with certain. I'll go into a situation, you know, a jury, let's say, or a, a committee where I think, you know, I am at capacity. I cannot take anything else on. And then you get in this environment and you just find that everybody's sort of looking to you to be the leader. And you're like, how did I do this? I didn't do this on purpose. I really didn't want this role. So I I see that that happens a lot with people. you know. So it is kind of personality or just traits that you were born with that have been honed as you've, you know, had experience and grown and matured in your life and work experience. Lynn, you use the phrase EQ versus IQ. IQ, most of us know, intelligence quotient. Uh, What is EQ? Unpack that for us. So EQ is emotional quotient, and it's it's basically being able to read a room, um, be able to interact with people. Um, We all know people who are brilliant, but they're not very good at – in a social setting or they're not very good, you know, they just bulldoze over people or they, you know, leave a lot of people and things in their wake. And oftentimes those people don't have very good EQ. So EQ is just being able to, you know, kind of be a nice person, to be able to judge a situation, you know, be in a room and and kind of get a feel for, for the room know when somebody's feeling uncomfortable, you know, be able to put other people at ease. Um, you know, I guess at the end of the day, it's it's kind of just having good social skills and, and being likable and, um, you know, somebody that, that just pays attention and looks around and, and knows what's going on. So I think it's a, a really important um, skill to have. And again, oftentimes it's just sort of an innate thing that you have. I do think people can get better at it, but some people just have good EQ to start with. 
So as a leader, when you see these innate qualities in others, uh, is your job then to uh, help hone those qualities in the other person? Right, right. I have a young woman uh, working for me right now who actually worked for us in our frozen yogurt business also. And this is just a young woman, you know, comes from sort of a difficult family situation, um, doesn't have a dad in her life, you know, really has has made everything she's done kind of on her own. I mean, she doesn't have a lot of family support. She's working on her education. But this girl has so much potential. And so I'm trying to do everything I can to mentor her, to encourage her, to develop her, to, you know, help her believe in herself and just sort of paint the picture that the world is your oyster. You know, you really can do some great things. Um And that's something that as a leader now in my late 50s, you know, I'm kind of on the the flip side of of my career and much of my life even. And the thing I get the most satisfaction from at this point is is mentoring and helping these young leaders and young people that are just starting out who have such great potential and, you know, want to do good things with their life. And many of them are kind of in – you know, they, they don't – the odds are stacked against them a little bit, or they don't have the blessings that my children had, for instance. So that's a great thing that I love to do with my skills and time and talent. Lynn, we'll have the privilege of visiting with you live for a live interview during the uh, LeaderCast experience coming up on May 6th. Just as a sneak peek into that what are some of the nuggets of wisdom that you've learned about leadership over your extensive career? Well, I guess I'll I'll talk in kind of little quotes a little bit. One of the, the quotes I really love is, and I don't even know who said this, but um, nobody cares what you know until they know how much you care. I have found that to be really important in my life and in my career, um, you know, there's a lot of big shots in the world, but the big shots who really are well-loved and well-respected and really develop a following and a, a team are the people who you know care about you as an individual and want to help you to be your best, or they know you care about the organization you're leading or the the town you're trying to improve or whatever it is you're you're doing. And so I think when people see that passion in you and that authenticity and wholeheartedness and even vulnerability when people see that you're vulnerable as a leader and you're not putting on airs and you're not trying to pretend that you've never made a mistake or that you know you've never been hurt or you've never been wounded and people see the real person um i think that that just makes you an even more effective leader because at the end of the day none of us get out of this life unscathed and in my life, for sure, I have really gone through some very, very difficult things, and I continue to get up and give it all I've got every day and try hard, even when it would be easier to crawl under the covers and not come out. So probably in the last you know, 10 years, I've learned that more than ever, and I think sometimes when you're young and you're trying to make it and you're in those early years of your career, you know, you think you don't ever want anybody to see your cracks. You don't want them to see the the places you're broken. And the truth is when people see your cracks and the broken places, they love you and admire you even more. 
Well, Lynn, you just gave us a graduate course in leadership right there. Thank you so much. Thank you, Mike. Again, Lynn Dickerson will be joining us live at LeaderCast 2016 coming up on Friday, May 6th. Hope you can join us for LeaderCast 2016. I'm Mike Douglas.